idea bring as much excitement when Larry Sharp's not here. I don't know. We're pretty exciting, I think. Whew, man, I think we're exciting. That guy can talk. He can talk. He's, he can he's talk. got a lot of great ideas, I think. If you think you want to be in politics, sit in a room with Larry Sharp for five minutes. And then I guarantee Change you, your mind. you'll be like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I like politics. We'll leave it to the professionals. But don't want oh, to be geez. in a debate with that guy. No. Do not want to be in a debate with that guy. Mostly just because it's it's not a very good. Uh, you won't win the debate if you just say, yeah, I totally agree with what he said. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> that actually makes sense. <laughs> yep. No, that was that was crazy. What a freaking, what a day. So what do you, what a day, man, before we get, you know what though? So what'd you think? Change your mind on anything? Yeah. I mean, you know, he, uh, articulates everything pretty well. You know, just seems like he wants more freedom for more people. And he hit on some spots where I think a lot of people would be like, well, what do you really think about this? Uh, you know, thinking back to it now you wish you had another three hours with him oh, you yeah. know because there's so yeah. many things you could ask him that he didn't talk about right. so but yeah i mean i i've always thought this with the libertarian party is it all sounds good on paper you know just like what happens when you unleash it you know so well you know we've got some idea on some of the things because yeah. some of the ideas are being done they're just not all being done together in the same place at right. the same time and maybe that's the way to do it is you know slowly like interestingly yeah. it, i mean he brings up points right so look at um what he what he brought up about the brewery industry mm -hmm. it's like yeah libertarians talk about deregulation all the time and we talk about it for all different industries and the reason we talk about it is so that guys like me could actually be in an industry at all right not you know it's not trying to deregulate it so that jeff bezos can make more money it's so that phil can um open a business right and so phil can compete with you know jeff bezos not that i'm gonna run the guy out of business but i might be able to do better locally how much is his wife getting <laughs> in the divorce is it is it half does she get half she gets like something. She's the richest woman in the world. In alimony or something. Based on yeah, just her divorce. Just a divorce. Yeah. Whoa. How about that? When when do we start changing that? Do you? Unless you play a significant part in somebody becoming rich. Right. So know? this is like the Yeah. This is the uh like so you're you know, married to an NBA player. Yeah. <laughs> How many layups did you do? Right, exactly. <laughs> like do you have to make a layup? Yeah. In order to get half, and it's not just <laughs> men, and it's not, I mean, and it's not just women. It's like both. I've seen it happen yeah. both ways. Who's the guy? Oh, so. um, is it? There's a there's a famous that where that's a guy that is it Britney Spears that like Kevin Federline or something was just worthless and got half of all of her stuff. You know, I'm not sure, I but know, I'm sure something. I'm sure like there's that. lots of people yeah. where it's like, uh, it's. It's not fair. <laughs> That's right. what it is. Yeah. Cause and alimony. It's like, really, what it, so because you're we don't like each other anymore and we spent ten years together. Now I have to pay you until you die. Cause we got married. Well, yeah. now see this is you this to, is the problem with see, the you have government to look at the other being side, involved though. with marriage. Well, 
so marriage is a contract. It's a business partnership. Right. If you just yeah. if if you want to just like have sex, just do that. But marriage is a business contract. Yeah. It's it's yeah. you're you're running a business together to support yourselves. There's a lot of shitty businesses being ran. There are. There are. Not, <laughs> there aren't very many people that are good at um running businesses. No. But like that. Um, but yeah, I agree. We should get get the government out of marriage, but at the same time, um, you know, so take that same situation though. Mm -hmm. Take, you know, say Kobe. No, don't say Kobe Bryant because he's yeah passed. Yeah. Anyway, say uh, whatever NBA player wife that just looks good. Yeah. So she might have been doing other things. Uh huh. She might have been building skills. She might have gone to college. She might have started a business if she wasn't being supported by an NBA player. Right. So she's missed opportunities for income, for career advancement. That's not all the cases, but that's right. some of the cases. Some, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've just, I've uh, seen it both ways. I've seen it in in just my small town the other way. Yeah. A guy who cheated on his wife and his wife made all the money and uh, his wife pays him an outrageous amount of alimony because she got hurt and there was a lawsuit and Jeez. yeah. It where, was, do, where do I get that gig? <laughs> just screw around on your wife then get divorced <laughs> it's like okay yeah strange stuff Jeez. and then you get paid that's nuts it is nuts hey i wanted to ask you yeah. um have you ever seen this white dog up the street here no there's this guy that walks his dog i i, I saw this on the way in today okay I, just, I had to bring this up i saw this on the way in today and the dog every time i see the dog if it's sunny out yeah it's just like its head's like right in the ground and it's it's just like pouncing like on the <laughs> ground. And I'm like, I kept trying to figure out what the hell, like what the hell is it doing? Like, is it like trying to get a cricket or something? Like sounds like it's trying to get every, a shadow. It's trying to get a shadow. Yeah. This dog yeah, is just funny. like goes nuts. Kato does trying to thing. attack its shadow. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I've never seen nuts. Kato do it. Yeah, he loves chasing any <laughs> lights or shadows. <laughs> Yeah, that is ridiculous. It, especially if there's a lot of people around, he gets like crazy about it. So, yeah, dogs. So, okay, it's my turn since you you got to grill me about being an athletic trainer. Is business? You've operated several businesses. Uh -huh. If today, if you had no skills, if you hadn't done any of that, what business would you open? Or what, oh, like, geez. do you have any business ideas that people could, uh, like today, in today's environment, what would be a good business to open for somebody who's not, uh, you know, a skilled craftsman in any different kind of thing? Tough to say. I don't know. I, I guess I haven't really thought about it. I really, uh, out of all the business I started, I think my favorite, and I wish I could still do today, was process serving. No kidding. Yeah. You just was, like being a sneaky little guy. It was just, <laughs> and it, it's always going to be there. We're talking about divorces and it's like, somebody's got to be served papers and New York state did away with uh person, just regular people doing it because now the police serve papers. It has to be the police. Yeah. See, well, I'm not sure if it has th to be. Thanks a lot. Thanks but, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Big government right there. It's definitely, it opens up. It's a fun job. It was fun. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them probably 
not a lot. I'm sure people have been shot over it and stuff. You like think that. so? Yeah. I mean, you get the. Are you allowed to carry a firearm while you're serving? Yeah, I think you're a civilian. So, yeah. so you, you can you just do whatever carry, you would normally you know, do. Yeah, conceal carry. You can so. do everything that a normal person could do. Yep. Interesting. But now yeah. the police have to do that. I don't know if they have to, but they can do it. And the police, I don't believe, charge. So it's like, why oh, would you pay? Right. So pretty much the police do it. Well, so. yeah, I mean, then you get the dog, the bounty hunter situation. Like <laughs> if the police can't find a guy. Get dog out there. If the police can't find a guy, then just hire Jesse. Oh, and God. he'll do those like, uh, you know, the tough ones. He'll get the ones that where you really got to track somebody. Down. Yeah, no, I probably you really have to like stalk them on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> You got to hack into their Finsta. Yeah. What do you think we should do about Finsta? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Not sure. You don't know what Finsta is? No. Neither does Congress. Okay. So there. <laughs> so get this story right. All right. So one of the big things going around from uh, in the news lately was that there was a, uh, a hearing where they were questioning Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. And they said... What are you going to do? Are or would you commit to um, like getting rid of Finsta? Like, can you crack down on Finsta? Uh huh. And did he know? He's like, he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and they're like, well, are you gonna are you gonna get rid of Finsta? Like, can you? And he's like, well, let me explain to you what Finsta is. <laughs> it's where you've got a um like a fake instagram account okay and and they're actually grilling him about it yeah because they they didn't know what the hell it was they had no idea what they were talking about so they it was just, just like some talking heard, oh yeah they heard somebody say finsta is a problem and they were trying to do some fear-mongering they're like obviously if you've got fake instagram then you could use that for propaganda and stuff but what they're talking about is um fake Instagram being used mostly by like young people to so that they could have basically a private account that they would have with their friends or that their parents couldn't see or whatever. Hmm. Okay. And so like the end game is what that everybody has to send in their ID to Facebook. Well, Facebook, have you ever had them uh, make you send a picture of yourself to prove that you're a real like, like you have to put up your left hand kind of deal. Like, there's a thing where they're like, "Hey, take like, send us a picture." I don't know. Yeah, I've had them do that. Really? Yeah, because my Barrington Distillers account isn't under a business account, mm-hmm. and it's just like a friend account, right? Because you actually reach more people as a friend Absolutely. than you do on a business page. Absolutely. Sorry, everybody. That's why we. That's <laughs> why we're on both. Yeah. You should be watching us so, on It's Rare, though. Go to it, the It's Rare Facebook page. It's Rare YouTube, actually. It would be a great option. Make sure you're following both. Double follow. Uh, fo- follow both. Uh, bookmark itsrare.com. We don't want to lose you. Did you see what happened with Facebook on, like, Monday or whatever Yeah, we got... They were coming after us. That's why they did it. It was yeah. us. Well, because of the whistleblower, too. No, no, it was not. The, they, heard what we were, they heard what we were talking yeah. about on here. Yeah, no. They didn't want it. us to be able to talk about they it. They knew that us having Larry Sharp on was going to get billions and billions of views. Billions. Do you know what the, <laughs> Do you know what their story is about what actually happened? Like why the why it was down? 
Yeah, because they're trying to delete all the shit they could. <laughs> but do you know what you know what their story is? No. And this is this is crazy because th- I I don't want to go down a rabbit hole here. Yeah. But um I do wanna I'm gonna draw a correlation after we've after I finish telling okay, you what happened. I'm ready. So here's what happened. So Facebook is completely kind of um self-supporting. So yeah. w- what I mean when I say that is that Facebook uses Facebook. Okay. For everything. Facebook uses Facebook. So Facebook, they they didn't update. The update um, they made a mistake on. And so it said, hey, the servers aren't here. Like they sent the message off to update. And instead of sending you to the server, mm-hmm. it said, hey, it sent you to some place where it said, hey, the servers aren't here. So there wasn't access to the server. Step two. Um, they had this uh, thing on their phone, whatever, like or a smart card or something, where they could use through Facebook, yeah, their identity, um, to get through the door. Okay, so it's like a magic door. It's it doesn't. It's not just like a. It's I don't know. It's like Star Trek or some shit. Sure. Okay. Anyway, I've so long story short, episodes. they can't get through the door to get in to fix it. Really, they locked themselves out. They locked themselves out and they couldn't use their phone to do it because that would be using Facebook system and Facebook was down. So now they can't get in there to fix it. So they got to get a hold of security so that security can come get them in the door. Guess what they use to contact security? Facebook. Facebook. That they can't get in. Facebook's down. So they, they can't get in touch with security to tell them to get their ass over there. They get the door open so that they can update the system wow facebook goes down facebook's in trouble facebook's in trouble right so um, facebook's got this whole like self-contained situation it's all planned together where they say you know like everything is controlled by facebook there yeah now think about that in an economy right say we decide that we're gonna have um iphones and yep. we're just going to make iPhones. We're going to make iPhones work off the iPhone server. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like iPhone, it, say it's it's a fed, fed phone, right? Fed phone. Fed phone. Uh, trademark. Don't touch it. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say it's trademark these things. Say here, it's so. fed phone trademark. Okay. And um, everything runs off fed phone. Okay. And it's run by whoever your least favorite politician is at the time who's in the white house because that's how government policies work is that yeah. even if you make the policy for obama to be in charge of because you like him you might just end up with trump and if you make a policy for trump because you like him you might end up with biden yeah so stop giving the government more power anyway um it's it, if it's all built on itself under this like fake system yeah of central planning it can't compensate that's that's so I didn't know that that was the reason why they couldn't get back in. Yeah. Neither did I. I looked it up this morning. I really thought and it was there was some guy did a whole Twitter story about it. I thought Phil was going to go down a rabbit hole. Everybody I get this text message from Phil. I don't really get on Facebook much, but uh, I get this text message from Phil. Hey, have you seen Facebook's been down? I'm like, <laughs> actually, I haven't. And then I get on, I'm like, oh, it feels like we're being shadow banned. I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on? Like, <laughs> like I thought we were going, uh, he's like, Alex Jones, you know, like the, the birds are all drones. And I'm they're... not Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm not Alex Jones. 
the chemtrails of of, of well, in space. <laughs> and, and you know what? It took down. It took on WhatsApp. It took down Instagram. So you couldn't even get. You couldn't get through WhatsApp. Yeah. You couldn't get through Facebook Messenger. All those huh. things are in the same system. So it screwed everything. Yeah. And that's what happens when you have everything controlled by one thing. That's pretty crazy. So what you crazy. need is, you know what? Like, we've got two different messaging systems. We've got a hundred different messaging systems. If one of them sucks and one of them's great, you probably use the great one, but a lot of people are going to be using a lot of different ones that fit what their specific needs are. Yeah. And then you can have an economy. Huh. Pretty cool. That's what I think. That's interesting. Yeah. I think we're being shadow banned anyways. Those guys are coming after us. But uh we're definitely being shadow banned. It's like a it's like a double secret probation kind of situation. Yeah. Now this whistleblower. Was anyone surprised? Well, let me tell you. No. Did anyone not know Facebook was collecting your information to sell it? No. I just like, can we raise your hands? Everyone that's like, uh, nobody. Oh, okay. It's like, hey, I go to the 18th Amendment and they serve me alcohol that they make really cheap to make money off me. It's like, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> like, I just whistleblow the 18th Amendment. You guys, Damn. you guys are getting Damn. nailed over 18th here. 18th Amendment's gonna get nailed. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Just whistleblowed it. It's like, it's no different. It really is. It's like, everyone knows. Like, how, like, did, I mean, I'm not like good for her, I guess. Why? But it's uh, we knew, we knew, we, and but we you know, you know everyone, what this does? Knew. You know what this? This is actually a scary whistleblower. Okay. Because of what she wants, like what the solution is to the problem that she's suggesting. The solution to the problem that she's suggesting is really scary, which is more cracking down on speech. Yeah. Now I, I'm against what I, I don't like um, social media doing what they do where they, they kind of manipulate algorithms to make it so you see more of certain things and the way that they do those things to try to like suck you in. Sometimes even and, if you and say put you stuff. in like an echo chamber. Yeah, but they do like they do this thing like that's weird. Say you watch a video about um, uh, I don't know, you watch like an Alex Jones video and you believe in if you're anti-vax, say you're anti-vax. Right. If you're anti-vax, then you're going to start seeing um, like the uh, Pizzagate type stuff. Like you're going to start seeing that if you order a pizza from this one pizza shop in Washington, that it's uh, actually like child porn or something. And then. Okay. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like they find they find the thing, the rabbit hole that you'll go down. Yeah. And they give it to you. Well, yeah, from they looking, give you all of it from looking at yeah. views. But have you ever just been talking to somebody? I'm not kidding you. And then you like look at like oh, your yeah. next yeah, ad, yeah, yeah. and you're like, yeah. what "The fuck? I haven't looked up anything about right. that." Yeah, yeah. Like they're like that's that gets weird. And mm -hmm. maybe I'm going. Maybe... No, that's Alex weird. Jones, you know, that's <laughs> weird. But they don't like that aside. Yeah. Whether they're doing that or not, they are like curating your information right to and, and it's really making people have it makes them like it feeds into it so what do you think her play was because i so she wants more con, she wants more regulation she wants to have p the government clamp down on facebook 
because that's the only way that these people can understand to change something is to clamp down on Facebook. And what she should be doing, in my opinion, is not trying to get the government to do it, but getting people to do it themselves, you know, yeah. to get people to regulate themselves. The, the one issue is, like I said, is what how Facebook does these um, manipulative things. Yeah. And the fact that we know about that, maybe we can try to fix that. We can try to fix that. But what she's talking about is actually suppressing speech. She's right. not talking about not um, letting you see everything equally. She's talking about really more banning. Yeah. She's talking about doing more banning. You know, every this is the greatest thing about the United States. If you don't want someone to have your personal information, don't use Facebook. You don't have to use Facebook. And I've heard they'll, lots of people, lots of you. people say, well, it's how I keep in contact with my friends and my yeah. family. Well, if you have Facebook, you have email, you have text messages, right? You, you can keep, I use, mean, use no, signal. I've never had a personal Facebook ever in my entire life. And I don't think I've missed out on much. No. So I, I just got to say, you know, for anyone, you know, they're a corporation and they're in it to make money. Yes. That, that's just what, what it is and what they can wanna, you expect? They want to so, keep you looking at that phone. Yeah. I mean, I and even on sometimes on the Barrington Facebook, I'll catch myself like yep. seven people in. Yep. I'm like, what? Why am I looking Stop at this that. person? Like, yep. who is this? Like, and then I'll just like come out like, oh, well, yeah, that's why I don't have Facebook. <laughs> you know, it's just like, what do you care? Yeah. I don't know. It's like perfect for nosy people. Yeah. Like if you like really want to get the only good thing I'll say about Facebook is every once in a while there will be a really good debate right. topic on someone's like, you know, yeah. you like you bring them, you yeah. get them. You get, you know, you have friends with all different views and yeah. walk of life and so you'll get like some good comment sections and most people are pretty good. You know, you get that one guy that goes somewhere that no one knows, you know, and but usually so there's some good speech that comes from it. But yeah. at the same time, most of it's bullshit. Most so. of it's bullshit. I yeah. saw I saw a thing the other day, though, that I found interesting um, about mental health and social media and how how it's had that impact. And I think that was a lot of what the whistleblower was talking about is these the impact on mental health and. It was interesting that they they suggested, you know, people that actually worked in social media were saying, listen, I don't let my kids have any screen time, any none, zero. Well, they said all devices are out of the bedroom by an hour before bedtime. OK, all devices. Um, and they said middle school is hard enough. So at the very least, no social media until they're until they're in high school and the longer the better but if you can wait at least until high school because middle school is already hard enough don't right. need don't need social media to make it harder yeah look at all the cyberbullying and all this other stuff and it's that's not going on. It's, like facebook's an old person game now yeah like the young kids are doing it's like tiktok right i mean like yep. i have a little cousin but but these uh, just freaking like the, the filters TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and like all this kids other are, new stuff. Yeah, it's kids are nuts. getting surgery. Kids are like old, like eighteen year old, like kids, 
18 year olds, kids, they're getting surgery to make themselves look more like their Snapchat filters. You know, like it's it messes up their mind that they think Jesus. that they have to look like a Snapchat filter. Yeah, but they don't even go out in public. I know. Like, why do you got to even look nice when you're just on your phone and computer all day? They go out in public. Yeah, not much. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You remember when we were kids? How many kids did you see riding bikes? We sound like, I sound like an old person now. Like, well, back uh, in my day, yeah, we used to ride bicycles. We'd go get playing the mud puddles and you'd, stuff. You sit on this thing, and I'll tell you what, you just you move your feet <laughs> around, and it takes you places. <laughs> but am I right? Think about it. All the kids in the neighborhood were out and about. Everybody. Yeah. Now I'm telling you, I drive around town on a Saturday. There's a park in Dundee. Uh, Do you think that's because of we used to play screens. tag. Do you think that's play because football. of screens? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because you can sit at home and get. Here's the thing, especially men, you'll you'll notice is like we love competition, and you can trust me. I've got I play you know I've played video games. There's nothing more competitive than some of those video games. Like it is seriously like it built. It is it's there, and to get that, you can just click a button, turn on your TV, and just be immersed in a competitive environment we're used to the only way to get that was to go outside and play baseball basketball football a little two-hand so, touch yeah you know but now how it's so easy to just be into it hmm. yeah so no i'm telling you like i was saying park I, park it in dundee used to be packed every I day think it's i don't think that's playing. the only reason though because i remember even when we were kids when i was a kid which is you know like when you weren't born but <laughs> when i was a kid that they were already talking about parents are worried, you know, like parents are worried about their kids being outside without an adult there. And like when I was a kid, you could, you could still get away with it. Like you could go play around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. but you really think that the parents would let kids go run around the neighborhood without a parent supervising them. I mean, as long it's, as it's really a lot less, as like, long as you were with a group in the park. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, they don't you don't want your kid walking around town by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. it's it just seems like their parents are a lot more uh, protective than than they used to be. I mean, they, they always get the stories of, yeah, well, when I was a kid. Well, you know what? When I was a kid, um, yeah, you could like stand up in the back seat <laughs> while while the car is moving. Was that a thing? And now <laughs> I thought you had to be buckled no matter what. Well, now you got to be in a booster seat until you're like 14. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? <laughs> I was, uh, you, you ever heard of Steve Ranella? We used to lay on the little shelf in the back. No way. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. <laughs> now they don't have those as much in yeah. the new cars. But <laughs> yeah, have you ever heard of uh, Steve Ranella? He's like a big hunter. He's uh he does like the show on Netflix like uh no you don't watch Netflix or anything I don't have Netflix yeah, okay so pretty much yeah he's like a huge hunter like just goes everywhere he kills skins and then like cooks it and like teaches you like the whole process from cool. here to here anyways and he was talking do you think at, he makes a lot of money doing that oh yeah yeah it's filthy rich. why don't we do that that'd be fun. I, it's, I forget. What it's we have called. a camera. It's like meat something. We have a camera. We could do that. We could. Yeah. It'd be fun. But he brought up uh, what, how, what one person thinks is okay for kids 
is completely different than what another person. It was a pretty cool topic, yeah, but yeah. you know, he was saying like he has friends in New York City who let their kids ride the subway. Yeah. And he goes alone. What the and right. then the same people, he'll tell them, Yeah, no, I let my son go out, you know, we go bear hunting together. And the people are just like let your son hunt bears. Like, it's just, it's funny. He's like, you know, it's, everyone has a different, there's no like line of this is safe. This isn't safe. Yeah. So coming up to that, I think, yeah, everyone's just got different looks on stuff, but I don't, that's why I don't know how much of that goes to people don't want their kids outside. I don't know. Think about it. I mean, you, they're like, you've probably never played a video game in your life. Might just have get you? reported to, not really. No. <laughs> so I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You're probably not like into it. Not but a I'm video telling game you, guy. If you grew up young playing it, I bet you'd be really different. I played a little bit when I was young. Yeah. And then I like Super Nintendo was it? Like once I got once we got past Super Nintendo, I was out of video games. Yeah. I just wasn't into them. I was more like I was gonna go play baseball. Yeah. Well, look at look at what these kids see. These guys play video games and make millions of dollars just to sit there and play a freaking video game. They make millions of dollars playing millions. video games. All, all because they stream the game and they say all kinds of wacky shit while they're playing it. And you're just like, wait, that's supposed to be entertaining? Kids watch other kids play video games for fun. Isn't that ridiculous? Is, this is like the... <laughs> that's so insane. It's like the YouTube videos where they, they like open up toys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those make millions. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. hell? Like, know. why is this a thing? I do find myself on YouTube. We're just training little kids to do this, by the to way. To watch videos. To watch so. videos instead of yeah. play. Yeah. Not even play. Yeah. You don't even... You you don't play video games. You watch people play video games, and then you pay them money. That's what the that Twitch thing is. You is pay like, them. You pay them. You give them like tips at, at the time. You, you give them like five dollars because they're playing a game, <laughs> and it's like, what? Phil, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make any, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And that's so I was thinking, like, could you do the same thing and drink beer? Like, could you imagine just like getting just like you're drinking beer and someone's like, wow, that's a good sip. Aren't hey you guys? <laughs> five bucks <laughs> oh my god don't forget to tip me yeah craziness phil in all seriousness benmo uh phil philip ray <laughs> has anyone you know all the times we've joked around and thrown our stuff has anyone ever actually emailed or can you like if i put my venmo up here are people gonna um like will they request money from me maybe or can they just send me money no i think they can just send you money they can't just like Send no. me an invoice or something. I think the thing everyone uses is called Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, Patreon I've seen. Yeah. Um, and the thing with Patreon is it sucks you in because it's a subscription. In. Oh, really? So rather than, yeah, so rather than being a, uh, like a one-time thing donation. Yeah. It's like monthly. Oh. It's like okay. you subscribe. It's like, here's 10 bucks a month. Really? Yeah. So everybody, make sure go over to our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, do you know they made an app that breaks down everything you're subscribed to? And, That's a good idea. And uh, how much it costs? You. Yeah. And you know, and so you can unsubscribe. Says Fourteen cups of coffee. But I got to tell you, I didn't know how much I was subscribed to because mm -hmm. you know sometimes I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like especially 
I get caught by sports. Like right. if I want to watch like yeah. a UFC fight or yeah. a boxing match, I'll subscribe to ESPN Plus and you can watch the fight for three ninety nine instead of fifty bucks. And it's deal free for three months. Yeah, and like and then I just but never put in your credit card now. So I lost my card and I canceled it. Yeah. And the difference between my last statement and the statement <laughs> because I couldn't pay for any of the stuff because that, that all had my old car. Yeah. I saved like $120 a month in subscriptions. No kidding. Yeah, it was a lot. That's nice. It was a lot. It was crazy. So, so if you, yeah. you know what, in all seriousness though, um, sauce us some cash and we'll go do a show on site someplace and you just tell us where. Yeah, we need a Patreon though. We need a Patreon. We yeah, have a Venmo. Patreon. Oh, you have a Patreon? <laughs> we, it's not really uh, functioning at the moment. Put it in there. Put it in the comments. Well, it's got. It says that we'll do a whole bunch of stuff that we won't actually do. Well, we'll do anything for enough money. Well, let's anything. See. Let's see what the Patreon says. <laughs> uh, here we go. I don't know how to log into it anymore. Let me see. <laughs> Patreon. Every All time right. you take the foiled. <laughs> every time you take the video off the screen i always think we're not on camera anymore that's when i always do wacky when you start shit. like picking yeah. your nose everyone's like what the hell's he doing i don't even know how to podcasters there you go for creators look at that boom yeah it's yeah. Like podcasters but so i gotta figure out what what the login is i know i've got a login did you send an invite to kathy hokel not yet but we will we will invite um kathy actually uh since you're watching um you're welcome to come on the show yeah we'll give we'll give you a, a chance to you know tell your side of it just like we did with larry we'll we'll give you a chance to tell your side of it and uh you know who's the republican nominee is there a nominee hopefully well n- no and kathy Hochul's not a nominee either yet right so what would you call it incumbent or uh, not she's an in- she's not an incumbent she's, is she i don't know if she's Technically, technically an incumbent. an incumbent because she hasn't been elected. She might still be an incumbent. I'm not sure okay. how that the definition of that word works. If you haven't actually been elected, I guess she was elected as lieutenant governor. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, she's not even like officially on the ballot for next year yet because really she's okay. she'll face a primary as well. Right. So the Republicans and Democrats will have a primary. Yeah. Larry will be in the Republican primary, hopefully. We hope. He needs a Wilson Pakula. Yeah, you know, some of the things Larry says, and again, I I was like, some of it still feels extreme to me. You know, maybe I'm I'm kind of just a chill person. So, yeah. I mean, that's just who I am. But I got to tell you, as a person, he's honestly a, a decent guy uh, he can't he made his time to come down here he was pretty cool with us he had fun with us the whole time it, that sounded weird we had fun it was uh <laughs> it was uh it was good you know i mean and he was I'm, I'm not kidding you sat down in this chair and looked at phil and i he's like i you know i only have one rule when i'm doing the show and i know phil and i both kind of like we mentally looked at each other and we were like and he's like, like, we didn't know there were going to be rules. Yeah. And he goes, there's no rules. There's nothing. Talk about whatever you want. And it's like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen. I've been to, I mean, smaller, with smaller people, they're like, well, you know, I really don't want to talk about this. Yeah. I don't feel okay. And talking we usually, about this, you know, we usually so. talk to our guests and say, hey, like, is there, before we get live, 
is there anything that we can't talk about? Right. Yeah. And we've had, and he said, no, he said, he we've said, had just at regular it. people with way more. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh, we're yeah. just like, okay, so can we even do this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, the thing that you were here because of is like that whole thing is not, is, is done. off limits. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Oh God. So what can That's we crazy. talk about? I gotta tell you when he was at the Laurentide, you had a smile on your face the entire time. You freaking loved it. It was like, that was cool. Like yeah. you were happy. That's, I mean, that's cool. We got a lot of good stuff done that day. Seeing something that you really care about, like really come into fruition, take we, off, yeah. you know? So, we, we've been yeah. talking for over a year about, and, and we've been thinking about it for a lot longer, but we've been like seriously talking for over a year about officially organizing the Libertarian Party of Yates County. And, yeah, and now it's uh, now it's official. Now it's an organization. Now it exists. If if now you're that excited now about it, it has a board. Now it has delegates. Now we can. Oh, that's right. Because it nominate. Yeah. Now we can nominate candidates. Now we can endorse candidates. Wow. Yeah. So and, and whatever else you know, we can speak. Um, you know, from from that platform. So it's it's if you could get more of them, more libertarians, really, because. There's well, there's a lot of votes in this county. And I feel I think because of not having what you had, they're yeah. underrepresented. So, totally. Yeah, I think there's definitely well, more we've than talked to, we've talked yeah. to people who are in office who identify as libertarians. They're not registered as libertarians. They don't run as libertarians, but mm-hmm. they identify as libertarians. And I think there are a lot of people out there. And that's kind of a little bit of what we talked about with Larry. Yeah. Was he said, "Yeah, so if I win for governor, if I'm a, I'm the governor, then some of the people who are currently in office in the assembly and in the state senate will change to libertarian because they are libertarian. Yep. There's some of them in there. Talking about libertarian. I saw your boss yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He came to one of my uh, businesses. And yeah. Yeah. The he, family, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And he told everyone what we did and all that stuff. It was pretty cool. First time I've ever actually really got time to chat with him. So yeah. that was fun. And then his wife knows Mary. Right. I think they do some. I think his wife volunteers at public health, maybe, or does something. She's a nurse. Oh, she's a nurse too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that was cool. I mean, Jeff. And I was like, you, I, I want you back on. I want to be there when you're on. I have so many questions for him. I was like asking yeah. him questions there. And he's like trying to hang out with his family. He's like, leave me alone. So we had a student, you got to get him back on. We had a student that I convinced to interview him last week. Did you? Yeah, because yeah. she, she had an assignment that she had to interview somebody that worked there. And she's like, I think I'm just going to interview my coach. Like, no, you know your coach. Right. My boss is the most interesting person here. He's soup and he's quiet. <laughs> interview him. He doesn't like talk. You wouldn't know what he's done in his life. He doesn't even like really. He's just like kind of quiet guy. And he's he always, like, it's so much. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he always crazy. chuckles because somehow... Somehow on on the tour for admissions, yeah. Whenever they come by, like, and this our head athletic trainer, he uh, worked for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he always kind of like chuckles because he's like, "Yeah, that was thirty years ago." <laughs> yeah, but that's for pretty like, cool. It was for like one year, thirty years. Yeah, ago. but that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he's also done even crazier stuff. Like right. he's the one that got you into the pro bull riding. Yeah. stuff right it yeah. was like him yeah yeah so 
which is I think is almost cooler than the eagle thing. And it's he's like, been in professional racing too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, really. Well, that's pretty cool. How do you how do you do that? What do you mean? Like, how do you athletic train? Like, are we talking like drivers? Drivers, pit crews, like oh, everybody. Okay. Pit crews makes pit sense. Pit crews yeah. totally. Drivers too. Would they like cramp up and stuff? Oh, they can have all sorts of stuff. There was a guy the other, what, like a few months ago or last year, I don't know, sometime in the past year or two, mm-hmm. who I think he like, he fractured his shoulder blade or something. Really? And so they had to like build this whole pad thing to go around so that his shoulder blade wouldn't be up. Could, yeah. Think about trying to drive. <laughs> yeah. I can't match that to yeah. her. Yeah. 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 Ouch. So okay. no, there are all sorts of different stuff. He That's brought in this cool. thing, this really cool thing that, um, you know, when they go, when they have accidents, yeah, right. And you got to take care of them. I didn't know if that was as much you guys as that would be like EMT. Like, it, it might be both. Yeah, it might be both. So they've got this thing though that um, for removing the helmet, mm-hmm. that it's like, you know, the little pump thing that you use on the football helmet to, yeah. to adjust it. So you'd use one of those, and you plug it into the helmet on the top of the helmet, and it inflates this bag inside the helmet and pushes the helmet off really it's like okay emergency equipment that you would never think of that is it pre so it's not pre-installed in the helmet yeah oh it is it's in yeah the, oh the bag is in there okay. and it's just like the little valve just like on a football helmet <laughs> and you just <laughs> and the thing what it the pops hell? your helmet off so that's that, cool so that you don't have to like try to do this it just reduces motion like if you know that you might have to remove that helmet and you know that if you have to remove it, it's going to be bad. Yeah. You want to be yeah, that's as a good prepared idea. as possible. I'm surprised they don't do stuff there. like that for, I mean, hockey is not much of a helmet, but like football, you know, something that you're really strapped in yeah. hard to. I'm surprised they don't have something like that. A lot of times we just leave the, the helmet on yeah, for, for football. I wore a hockey helmet once and I was like, is there any protection? Yeah. Hockey's like, like they don't care about your brain, really. <laughs> I know you were in. That's it, not what it, helmets are for. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's helmets just like, are helmets are to protect you from. A I always skull thought fracture. like hockey helmets were like when you put. I thought they were going to be like heavy, like a football no, helmet. You don't want a heavy one. Yeah. No, you don't want. It's crazy. You don't want a heavy one for football either. Well, I mean, it's not like the heavy, weight, but they just feel a hell of a lot more sturdy. The than weight a of the helmet. The weight of the helmet is one of the things that can lead to brain injury if it's a heavier helmet. Really? Right. Wow. Because you're like, if you get this, yeah. It's more for your neck to slow down. Oh, you know, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Dang. So Did, anyway, cool stuff. Yeah. Did you watch Tyson Fury, Deontay he Wilder? Met Paul Newman. Paul. He met Paul. You know Paul Newman? No. What? Like where? What was he? Who is he? Is he in a band? No. Oh, oh I don't know. Don't know who he is. Paul Newman. You know Paul Newman? I mean, maybe I've seen him, in, seen him in a movie. Ever seen Slapshot? Yes. Oh, okay. That's him. Gotcha. Paul Newman. Gotcha. Okay. But he's he's like big in racing. Or, oh, or was. You know? I didn't know that. He was big in racing. So, anyway. Yeah. Did you, did you watch the boxing match last night? Do you? Are you you're not really into boxing or <laughs> stuff like that? I you know, if I see it, I see it. Okay. Kind of deal. So 280 pound man, six foot nine, versus a two hundred and forty pound, six foot seven man, 
Okay, but that's those are some large men. Just absolutely, just hammering each other, right? And did I, it look like Rocky Four, except for both of them are the Russian? No, no. <laughs> so Tyson Fury, like he's called the Gypsy King, right? I, this guy doesn't lose. He's huge. He doesn't even look like he should box. Like he looks out of shape. And then Deontay Wilder is like Greek god, like chiseled out of brick, everything. And this Fury guy's beat him. This is the third time he's beat him. But anyways. Huh. Talking about uh, like concussions and stuff, it's like, how the hell do boxers not have more concussions than we? Maybe they do, and we don't ever hear about them. Because these guys are just—I mean, they're getting. Is it? Is it because they spread out so far, so much contact, like just one night and then another, like, and not that kind of contact? They again do try to reduce. They do try months. to reduce the impact at this yeah. point. Like they, you know. That's why they, you see them with headgear and stuff like that during training. Yeah. Because um, I just like you, you, have you seen in this? football, there's a concussion. Like, and I know there's yeah. more players. Yeah. And hockey, like, right. people are always hurt. But it's like these fighters, like, maybe you don't know the next day, but you would think these guys would be done for. There's, just getting there's a lot of brain injury still. Yeah. Um, but look at the size of their necks. Yeah. I guess, I mean, look I at know. the size of their necks. They're probably massive. Yeah. Their neck, like the diam, like the diameter of your neck, the circumference mm-hmm. of your neck, has a correlation with concussion. Really? Yeah. So that, that's why women are more likely to get a concussion. They got skinny necks. So that old Smith machine where you're doing the yeah. neck weights. You yeah. re- I really should have been doing them the whole time. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did once a week. <laughs> no. Really, yeah. Strengthening your neck could actually reduce concussion really yeah cool i just always used to think that was a waste of time coach would be like you know yeah this is so if you you lower your head and hit somebody your neck doesn't snap back and we'd be like sure coach yeah whatever you say don't lower your head yeah don't lower your head well he would say that's up he would say that too but uh you know how it is kids don't listen but um yeah and that's how they get yeah spinal injuries i wonder those cowboy collars have to be like what they they should almost be mandatory you know what a cowboy collar is yeah Right? Yeah. Wouldn't you think they'd be mandatory? I don't know. Because that that stops all... Yeah, I mean, it's sort of. You know, there's only so much you can do. Anytime that you limit motion... There was um, there was a story a while back, like quite a while back now, that um, somebody had a neck injury like that. And so they took uh, tape and they attached the face mask like down to the pads so that their head wouldn't snap back okay and they uh hit somebody and broke their spine because that motion protects you really motion dissipates force motion dissipates force motion dissipates force you know this it's 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 simple mechanics right so you got all that motion this like right yeah, if that it didn't do that, all that you'd probably force, break right? your wrist. Yeah, if you like, right. not good. And especially if you get for football, for spinal injuries in general, the most dangerous thing is an axial load. So that's why you have to have your head up. Is if you, the most dangerous thing is to hit somebody with the top of your head. Because that, it, there's nowhere for that motion to go. Right. So what happens is it blows out. Huh. So when you get a spinal fracture, 
it's it's that that the body of the um vertebrae actually can like it gets that force and it kind of squishes like think about you step on a cookie you Mm -hmm. know it's like it goes and and that's how you get bad spinal injuries interesting so don't hit people with the top of your head seriously teach your kids don't hit people with the top of their head i think most even junior league i was taught that it's pretty it's pretty well taught it is and that and that that's exactly that's what's changed injury for for football that's what's made so that we have less spinal injuries in football is the education yeah and that all the coaches have to be taught that and they have to teach the kids that i haven't played in 12 years and i still remember knees bent hips forward head up and then you drive through and lift the legs like that that was just like how you're 100 percent taught but then there was always those nuts and those are the kids that everyone used to be like oh he's a big hitter he's strong would be the ones that would just missile you with their helmet (laughs) and it's like yeah so and that's also the kids that have the concussions so yeah yeah but it's really i mean see what you're gonna hit see what you're gonna hit and that's the same thing they talk about in hockey and when i was working in hockey the scariest thing for me it was always um it wasn't when they were hitting each other Mm -hmm. it was if like if somebody would fall down and be sliding on the ice and if they're sliding toward the boards head first and you know usually they'll kind of like get their head to the side like this yeah but if they see it coming and they like do this thing and if they get that board to the top of the head that's i mean really that wow. that's the most that's the scariest thing that's the number one scariest thing from i mean other than you know somebody gets hit in the chest with a puck somebody gets hit in the you know in the trachea with a puck i had a kid get hit right here this was the craziest story right so we're in um calgary canada mm-hmm. and there's a like the game starts like an hour late because the game before somebody got hurt and they had to call an ambulance mm-hmm. and it took the ambulance a really long time to get there like 20 minutes half hour at least didn't even have one like, at the game took a long time no most of them don't well almost none of them do and even like at that school i was working at we never had we never had an ambulance at the game hmm. we had, like we'd have to have a higher a full-time ambulance crew because we had games every night oh that's true because i just remember in high school everywhere we you had, went there was an ambulance at at the game we had seven so. hockey teams wow we had games every night wow. we had multiple games every night yeah so there wasn't an ambulance so it took like a half hour for the ambulance to get there we come out for warm-ups you know that that kid was fine come out for warm-ups somebody rips a shot wide first warm-up shot rips it wide and it smashes one of the uh one of the glass panels and we can't find the uh the maintenance guy the the rink manager so we're like trying to find the rink manager so they can replace the thing and scoop up all the broken glass so the games meanwhile it's like an hour late we finally get out there and one of the guys goes down to block a shot because that's that's like this is weird in some going from hockey to other sports to watch the guys get out of the way of a shot after watching these hockey guys like dive in front of a bullet yeah like that's going 100 plus miles an hour and they dive in front of it so this kid goes down to block a shot 
and it hits him like right here, like right where your damn collarbone, right where your collarbone like goes into your breastbone, your clavicle, and your sternum. People, anyway, (laughs) (laughs) just trying to be relatable. Anyway, so it hit him right there, and he went down. Except, like, it hit him hard, and I'm thinking. I'm I'm really far away. I'm like 150 feet away at this time. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, shit, that just hit him in the windpipe. He can't breathe. Like I thought it crushed his air pipe. Like <laughs> Jesus. It because the athletic trainer from the other bench, he had a better view, and he immediately leapt over the boards onto the ice to go help. And so we both get out there and it didn't. But like that kid his life flashed in front of my eyes because I'm thinking if the ambulance takes 20 30 minutes. minutes, 20 minutes and he doesn't have an airway and we don't have anything like we don't have a way to get him an airway. You had a ballpoint pen, right? <sighs> Jesse, I believe in you, Phil. <laughs> like we got, you, I was so worried that the kid was just like his airway was closed. Jesus. And yeah. thankfully it wasn't, he couldn't lift his arm. Like it was, he got hit that hard. He had a, it was swollen like a, thing like this i was able to get him back the next day but the whole thing like it was just it was not pretty how fast those pucks but it go? could have been really bad do they go fast yeah yeah i don't yeah. know I, I don't know what the speed is of them or anything they're but, uh, like a slap shot over yeah. 100 miles an hour really yeah wow and how, think about how, how heavy is a puck? how hard you could throw something uh-huh now add like three feet to your arm right yeah. yeah really getting forced right. and is a pe- puck really heavy i've never actually they're, touched one they're I don't not, know. like they're not super heavy no okay but they're not light either they're rubber yeah, like they're right? rubber yeah. yeah okay yeah that's like a good chunk of rubber i always wanted to play hockey we don't have any options like that but, around here so but, you don't know. well here's how here's how hard they are and how hard you can hit them the first practice shot smashed a tempered glass panel <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they can go pretty hard yeah and these guys just go get in front of it no they're crazy they're a little crazy no hockey is you gotta be a little crazy hockey that's what i love about it it's that is that is a man's sport it is and so uh that's or, what, or a woman's sport. i i always wanted to play it because it was just like that's like extreme physical contact yeah and the fact that these guys think like i can't imagine being on skates for one going full speed and then by the time you see somebody's going to hit you, stopping on skates isn't like stopping on grass. You know, it's like, how the hell do you stop yourself from getting nailed like that? It's just like, you're done for. Yep. Those guys get <sighs> obliterated out there. I It's crazy. And then meeting some of the guys, like, I'm bigger than a lot of the guys that play. They look huge because of their well, they're also pads. They're on skates. Yeah. The, pad, the pads aren't that thick. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're, they're thicker Maybe than they, they look, used to be. They look big because of TV. I don't no, know. No, they're big. Cause they're, oh, they are big guys. Fun. They're big guys. Okay, but they're not like they're not all like tall. Like, okay, like they're not, but they're all on skates, so that bumps them up a little bit, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've seen a couple of the Sabers guy guys in a bar. Yeah. And you would think they're no different than everyone else. It's yeah. pretty funny. They just right. look like your yeah, regular they look dude. Like regular guys. Yeah. But they're but they're they're tough. Beastly. They're strong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I met um, Mark Messier. Okay. Yeah. And the guy is, I mean, he's one of the best hockey players of all time. 
and he comes over and introduces himself to me and i'm like he's like hey i'm mark like good luck with the game today i'm like thanks I'm like, no. yeah i know you're mark yeah you don't and have to tell me I who look, you are i look I, I look at him i'm like Fuck, that's mark messier walking over to me <laughs> i'm that's like crazy. filling up water bottles and but he's like i'm like looking up at the guy is he that tall he's a big guy really he's he's massive like wow. he's just a big guy that guy let's see if we can uh no kidding. He's so, he, he's two. my height. Yeah. Well, he felt a lot. Big. He seemed a lot bigger that day. Yeah. He's my size. 6'2", 210. Yeah. Big what? Dude. All right. Well, he he's oh, he's on the Rangers. Oh, yeah. In okay. the, yeah. Anyway, what's WHA? Where? Early years in WHA. Uh, probably. Who's the last former WHA player to be active? Where am I looking here? Oh, up, up, and then it says uh, World Hockey Association. Oh, there you go, World Hockey Association. That's what that is. Okay. Oh, it was a pro- oh, that was another professional league back in the day. Then, cool. Yeah. Huh. I guess he just. I don't know. He seemed bigger. I guess I was bent over when I was talking to yeah. him. Yeah. Anyway, I just told this whole story about how he just got. <laughs> He's literally exactly my size. That's funny. He's exactly my size. Oh, jeez. He was helping his he was helping his dad. His, this is the coolest thing, right? So he was there. It was the it was the national championship for ice hockey. Uh-huh. And he was there he- helping his dad coach a youth team. Really? Yeah. That's cool. He was helping his dad coach I I believe the South Fairfield Blues okay. out, out of Connecticut. We were in Simsbury, Connecticut. So anyway, kind of neat. That I, is cool. I got to have a, I had a chance to talk you know, with a lot of these guys that are just ice hockey legends. Yeah. Um, I, the last game I was like, I'll never, the last game that I went to and I, I got to get to another hockey game. The last pro game I went to, I sat between JP Parisi and Bob Suter who are like, you might not know who they are, but they're like, they're legends. Yeah. They're absolute legends. Like, um, that's got to be tough for hockey guys because I guarantee a lot of people don't know. Like, they're not as famous as some other athletes here. I know. Yeah. yeah. They didn't make the money either. Yeah. He was telling me all about his, like, he had a turnkey, like, condo. Uh-huh. All he had to do is bring his clothes. Really? And then when he's done, just take his clothes and hand him the key back. But he was in the Olympics. Let's see. Where's the... He he's got this whole like really cool story about the so his son Zach Preezy also went to the school. He was one of the best. So both both of their sons played. So Ryan Suter, Bob Suter's son, and Zach Preezy, Bob Pre or JP Preezy's son, both were playing for the same team. Wow. Both were making a uh, hundred million dollar contracts. So they would just let us use their suite. And one day we're up there using their suite and their families are there and they're just normal dudes. They're just normal dudes. They're, they're really cool. Wow. So they, they went to the school you were at. Um, JP Parisi was one of the guys that kind of, I think that they, they had hockey before they had hockey before because they had a rink. Uh, But 
they decided that hockey was going to be their thing. Yeah. And they, and they got JP to come start their hockey program as at that level, the Minnesota North stars. Yep. New York. And so he coached there for maybe a couple of years. And then they got Andy Murray who went on to be a, a, like NHL coach. Yeah. Um, and then they got Tom Ward, who I worked with a lot. Yeah. And he went on to coach in the NHL as an assistant coach at for the Sabres. Okay. And then he's back. Um, he's back at Shattuck St. Mary's oh. now. So he was he was a great guy to work with. How many with. kids went pro that you were around? Like a lot? Um, yeah, a lot. Like every year, like between two and seven any given year. Went pro. Yeah. Whoa. Like, yeah. Damn. Um, okay. Like the first guy that I worked with that went pro was Nate McKinnon. Okay. And who's, he's like one of the best players in the league now. And they draw a lot of um, parallels with Sidney Crosby because um, they grew up in the same town and they have, they're like both just fast skilled guys. Um, but he went on to, he was, um, and Sidney Crosby also went to Shattuck St. Mary's. Oh, really? I worked with him, yeah. his sister. Anyway, um, Nate McKinnon was rookie of the year. Like, so. Dude, when you were coaching, like, did you, could you tell instantly? Like, we were like, oh, we this, this kid's going pro. Yeah, we knew. Like, you like, no. There was no question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There was no question that he was going to be in the NHL. There must, so like all the kids, you must think that. When he there. was, when he was like 15, he was fast enough to be in the NHL. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's impressive. You got to see this. All right. So, JP Parisi. Hopefully, I can make sure this isn't too loud. Okay, that should be fine. So, this is this is JP Parisi. 1972. Oh. Nope. There's like, where is it? There we go. So, it's too loud. There he is. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> that ref was scared, dude. You want to talk about helmets? All they had was like their big ass hair back then. Wow. I can't believe he did that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. He got tossed. Yeah, that's not a good that, look. That's not a good look. No. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Anyway. Yeah. All good times. Um, but, yeah, no. It, it was... I worked with loads and loads of really talented people. And at the coaching level... Um, uh, teachers, everything, like just really good quality people there, and not just hockey. Right. We had soccer players that I worked with that are now in the MLS, Major League Soccer. You've got soccer players that I have that that I worked with that are now in the Olympics. Jeez. Um, Julia Rodar's uh, 
really great soccer player for the Swedish national team hmm. and um, figure skaters that. Oh yeah. I can imagine like, yeah, it's, it's just, so anyway, good stuff. Yeah. Stop boring everybody. Cool. Hey, all right guys. <laughs> with, with my stories about the old days, the old days. When in my day, we used to have bicycles. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesse. Hey, we all used to ride them. We used to ride them. Yeah, we, we didn't just have them sitting in our yard, <laughs> and we had to pedal them. They, they you know, they didn't have any batteries back then. You no, did, you had to actually pedal. The yeah, bike. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh God! All right, everybody, have a great day, and uh, we'll catch you next week. See you. It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger lakes, join in the call. Learn something new about the Cuca Trail. Upstate New York, every episode of Tap. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare.